You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Good morning, campers. It's the warm-up show with Alan Jerry. No longer the shortest show on WFAN. Now it's a time. Hey, what do you say? It is Friday. It's a couple minutes after 5 o'clock. Here we go. Al is down the Jersey Shore. He is so arrogant with his electricity that he's got every right. TV on, every mm-hmm. light on. Yeah. Matter of fact, he's plugged in every electronic device he has. Yeah. I'm back from the blacked out Jersey Shore myself. I'm in New York City. What's up, Al? Oh, hi, Jerry. I'm trying to blow a couple fuses here. That's how much. <laughs> You're running a generator in your living room. <laughs> That's right. Do you have no uh, power in uh, in no, uh, your hometown? You're good. Okay, we're good. good. Well, we didn't have any power in LBI, um, which was interesting. When they it kicked. Oh, on. so you went somewhere for uh, a couple days with your time off? Yeah, we went on uh, early Wednesday morning. We went down to LBI, and uh, we got there, and the hotel had no power. And it was mm. LBI is weird because there's only a, a handful of like decent hotels. I think there's only one hotel on the island now. Well, there's two. There's All two right. good ones, I would say. And then the one we took was Oceanfront. It was nice. It was actually it was clean. It was good. It was right there on the beach. Um, the problem when we got there though was no power, but it was gorgeous out. So we were on the beach all day. And then I guess about 5.30, they notified us that power had kicked on. So that was good. And then, you know, Thursday was miserable weather, so we came home. But, um, yeah, it was weird. It was very eerie, you know, walking around LBI on a beautiful Wednesday night and nothing was open. Right. Very Everything strange. closed. Right. If uh, another, just another kick to the cojones, Jerry, for 2020. I agree. I agree. I heard some people are going to be without power until tw- until we find a vaccine for coronavirus. Oof, ah. Yeah, it's a what, combination. It feels, like, it feels like that for some. Yeah, Gina still has no power in uh, Spring Lake where she's at. Wow, so she just moved in with you? Well, she says she uh, has been over here a lot doing her, her yeah. work. She set up a computer here. There's uh, all sorts of things over here now, Jerry. So uh, hopefully we get power back uh, for everyone right. in the listening. Because I don't know how people are listening to this with no Transistor power. Transistor radio. Well, I don't know if people have those anymore. You know, it's, you, <laughs> you, it's you, funny you say that, though, Al. Because yeah. I bought, um, I don't know if you've seen it. Well, I guess I haven't seen you. I bought one of these monster... Um, I don't know what the hell you call. It. I don't want to call it a boombox. I feel like it's 1983. You bought a boombox with a no, cassette player. It's not one of those. It's like it's a, it's a big tailgating uh, setup, I guess. This big box radio. You can do your Bluetooth. You got your radio. Uh, you can connect USB ports. So it looks like an old radio, but has all no, new but technology. It's, but it's huge. It's it's big. And it's it actually. Huge. Let's put it this way. Huge. The battery life, when charged, is good for I believe it's 46 hours. All right. So it's a really it's a big radio. It's great. So I went to listen to on Tuesday night when we were blacked out. I'm like, I'm going to listen to the Met game. Yeah, no AM. No AM radio. Like, what is this? What is there no, no AM? It's been discontinued. AM radio has been discontinued, Jerry. That's why we had to get on the FM. 
Yes, you it's, know what? It's, it's discontinued. I guess so. Not good yeah. news for 1010 Wins or CBS 880. 1010 Wins. I was Sports. bothered by that. Yeah, I don't like that either, Jerry. I had a uh, toilet delivery yesterday. Now, the toilets come in two pieces. There's a there's the bowl part, and then there's the... the tank. The tank. Thank you, Jerry. The tank. Uh, yeah. I have two bathrooms here, so I have two toilets to be delivered, but they were showing up on two different days. The one showed up on the day of the hurricane, and... Believe it or not. They delivered on Tuesday? They delivered it. And they were nice enough to uh, deliver it to uh, my neighbor's condo and leave it in the pouring rain. So <laughs> the box was a little wet when I got it. <laughs> That's true. But all good. The second toilet showed up yesterday, but only the bowl also sent to my neighbor. Wow. Uh, so if anyone in Bradley Beach finds a toilet tank in a box somewhere that may have been delivered to the wrong place, I'm missing a tank. So you didn't get that part yet? I didn't get the tank part yet. Hoping wow. that shows up today. Do you Jerry. have some tracking? Uh, that's a good question. I don't know. I will look into tracking later on. Yeah. Also, news came out yesterday that uh, you and I are going to be documentary film stars as uh, <laughs> HBO has announced the release of the Craig Carton documentary called Wild Card. Yeah. The Downfall of a Radio Loudmouth. That's coming October 7th to HBO. Now, is this was this release date pushed up because he was... Uh, released on however... His no, I. It, in fact, I think it was... Uh, when I was originally interviewed for this documentary, they were telling me, like, June it was going to be out. Oh, no so, kidding, okay. Yeah, so uh, the, it has an official release date, October 7th, HBO. I'll be honest with you still, until I saw that release yesterday from HBO with themselves, I still wouldn't believe it was going to be on HBO. I thought they were pulling my leg. It's on HBO. It's on HBO, and HBO Max, whatever that is. Uh, streaming, all that stuff. Right. So uh, I was interviewed, uh, Boomer, you, uh, Eddie, Eddie Scazzeri, Mark Chernoff, and uh, Chris Christie. Yes, right. The former governor of New Jersey and friend of Craig Carton. So uh, I look forward to that. I uh, put the information out on Twitter yesterday, as you could imagine. I got uh, some uh, cool, can't wait to you losers who cares. So it was <laughs> wide ranging. I'm shocked. But I will say I love you know how I'm a big fan of documentaries. I do, yes. I and am HBO too. does terrific ones. So it's cool to be a part of one. It is different for sure. It's gonna be weird watching it, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Yeah. I wonder if I'll get calls, you and I'll get calls to be in other documentaries after they see our work in this one. I personally think ID Channel should call you to be an expert <laughs> documentarist. <laughs> Do you, like, we were re we were interviewed for this so long ago, like, I don't even remember what I said. I don't either. And I'm hoping I didn't say something really dumb that, that they decided to use. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, because I don't know about you, but I spoke, we were there for over an hour. Yeah. And it was a lot of questions. And it was all, I will say this. They they told us uh, when I talked to Craig, they wanted full transparency, honesty. What'd you know? When'd you know it? Yeah, What'd sure, you think? Sure. And I let it rip, Jerry. Whatever okay, that means. So you're going to be trying to take over and be the star of this. Yeah, although I don't think I am the star of this because uh, yeah. I do know somebody who has seen what would, uh, is a that version true? of it. Yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Who's mm -hmm. the star? Uh, well, like, I guess Craig is the uh, Boomer, well, well, Boomer and Chris Christie are, are the known, nationally known celebrities. I'm sure most of the country is going to be like, who the hell is Al Dukes, Jerry Recco, and Eddie Scazzari? <laughs> That's probably true. And Eddie probably talked like this throughout the day. Yes. Uh, 
Right. Eddie didn't make it to uh, tape because they couldn't make out what he was saying. <laughs> this guy was talking. Underneath him. <laughs> this guy was talking too slow. We don't know what he was saying on this thing. So I look forward to that. Uh, it is not. Uh, it is not going to be a. Um, isn't life great and grand? Documentary. It does not. I don't think put Craig in a positive light. No, I'm sure. I think it, it tells the truth on the. The rise and the fall, Jerry. Understood. Sort. So I look forward to that. October seventh on HBO. I did. I did text with him yesterday briefly. You did. Yes, just because, like, I, you know, yes. We didn't like. I had no idea this. Was, I went to my email and I get all of the HBO sports related emails. Yeah. And here's an email from HBO talking about the documentary. About you. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even know it was coming out. So that yeah. was uh, that was an interesting surprise yesterday. That is. I actually thought it was going to be later, so that's kind of cool. Yeah. October 7th. All right. October 7th. Get your subscriptions calendar. ready. I was watching some of this uh, Yankee-Philly game uh, last night, Jerry. Yeah. But the t- it was one of those situations where I thought, again, I still have in my mind that all these games start at like 7-10. Yes. I and they love don't. the earlier start. Yeah, but I put it on at seven ten, and it was already like five three or five two. Maybe uh, yeah. the Yankees were losing, and I do. We've discussed the cardboard cutouts in the stands, which I do love. Yeah, my one critique of it is though, is that they're not uniform as far as some people are a large head only. Yes, and they're sitting next to a torso and head, which looks more normal. Okay, but it. And it actually, when I see the torso and head, that seems like someone sitting in a chair. That seems, or the, a seat. Right. It seems sure. very normal. Sure. But I kept staring at this one guy that was just a large head mm. and was throwing me off because he was right behind home plate. Okay. Do you, does do, do the ones with the children bother you? Like the big child face? <laughs> yes, a big child face really does freak me out while I'm trying to watch a baseball game. Because that one gets me. I also, yeah. and you said you put the uh, Yankee game on. Mm-hmm. There were there were several shots of a left-handed batter from this from the side. Yeah, with Connie Mack <laughs> in the stands. Did you know who's that? Connie Mack? <laughs> I'm gonna Google Connie Mack right now. Don't tell me. Hang on, oh, Connie. Boy. Mac. Uh, this doesn't help when you want to do more shows with me. <laughs> American baseball manager. That guy's wearing a hat from the twenties, Jerry. He's a, listen. He was born in eighteen sixty-two. Yes, I'm aware. So they, you did not. Uh, so I know you didn't watch the whole game. You didn't notice any of those side shots with Connie Mack in the background. You know what? You now that you now that I googled his image, I do remember seeing this picture, but I don't know why it didn't hit me. Like, why is there an old timer? Sitting in the stands. Connie Mack, an American professional baseball catcher, manager, and team owner. Hmm. The longest serving manager in Major League Baseball history. You're learning something today. Hey, look at this. <laughs> How about that? Uh huh. How many years did Connie Mack manage? <laughs> 53 A years? Long time. Oh, A this long must have time. been before they fired people. <laughs> yes. Hmm. Wow. Oh, you are funny. Connie Mack. Yeah. I, I I I did, and I didn't mean to. I honestly thought you knew who Connie Mack was. I did not do that on purpose. And they were talking about it on the broadcast too. That that was Connie Mack. Now I don't know that. Just looking at it, I'm not sure that I would have known. For right. it could have been a season ticket holder's great great grandfather. Right. That was a big Philadelphia fan, or you know whatever. Uh, and then they mentioned Connie Mack. I'm like, how about that? That's kind of cool. And then I so I was not putting you on the spot. I, no, no, I, I thought understand. you would have known that. Listen, this guy, he died in 1956. 
So oh, that's how sure. old he was. He was yeah. 93 when he passed away. He almost made it to 100. Could you imagine being born in the 1800s and living to almost 100 <laughs> with like no, no modern medicine? Right. Here you have cancer. Here's aspirin. This guy would <laughs> like, walk this guy did. This guy would have had a fist fight with coronavirus this Connie Mac. <laughs> he might have. Yes. Right? Yeah. This Connie Mac. <laughs> he debuted he debuted in Major League Baseball in 1886. Yeah. For the Washington like? Nationals, that was a team before. Boy, I'm learning you, all sorts of things. Don't you wonder. See, this warm-up show is very educating. <laughs> yeah. Don't you wonder what baseball was like? I do. Yes. In the late 1800s and the early 1900s. I do. Like they talk about how guys would throw literally 250 pitches in a game. But weren't they just kind of tossing the ball? Right. Like, I don't think we had, you know, sp- uh, split-fingered fastballs and curveballs. No. Balls and fa- I think they just threw the- – I think the idea – I don't know this, but from everything I've read, I feel like the idea of baseball when it started was, here's a ball, I'm going to throw it, you hit it, and we're going to try and get you out. Right. It wasn't like, I'm going to try to get you to not hit this. Right. I think the idea was to actually put the ball out there for them to hit it to play ball. But who knows? I don't know. I've never seen any, as Joe B would say, is there video footage from 1890? <laughs> no, there's not. There is some film, but not video. Is the earliest f- footage of guys at bat the Babe Ruth era? It's got to be. Ty Cobb. I mean, what else would you be talking about? I mean, think, think about when Babe Ruth played. Yeah. I mean, Long time ago. Jerry, it's been a while ago already. You think there? Well, I mean, all you'd have to do is go to you Ken Google Burns' him. documentary to see what the earliest footage he has is. I can't imagine there's something from 1902. I'm just Googling now, Jerry. Earliest footage of baseball. And what do you get? Because Google takes like mm-hmm. 0.1 second. 1924 World Series. Okay. So there's yeah. some footage of Game 7 of that 1924 World Series. There you found go. in some dude's garage in Worcester, Massachusetts. <laughs> Worcester. Worcester. <laughs> Worcester. There's also an early baseball film by Thomas Edison from 1898. Is there really? Yeah. Oh, so then there is earlier footage. Mm-hmm. 1898. So that's got to be, what, probably a bunch of still photos? Well, okay. a guy shot this on his uh, really early version of his iPhone, so it's a little blurry. <laughs> yeah, but I hear the one that had the Samsung had a better shot. <laughs> early Samsung footage <laughs> of baseball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hmm. All right, how about we take our first All right, Jerry, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, When we come back, uh, Al will know who Pete Rozelle is. (laughs) We'll talk football. Oh, I heard of him. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Uh, It's the warm-up show until 6G joins us then on The Fan. Al and Jerry, this is the new normal. Yeah, something like that. It's 22 after 5. We get your weekend rolling here on a Friday I'm in New York, Al down the Jersey Shore, which is trying to rebound, but it keeps getting punched in the face. What else you got, Al? Jerry, last night the uh, Yankees uh, played in Philadelphia. Aaron Boone was not happy that a group of Philly fans showed up just outside the stadium and were blowing an air horn every time Jordan Montgomery would get into his windup. So I thought it was kind of (laughs) cool that they showed the fans a couple of times on TV that they were actually able to watch the game from outside the gate. It made me think of, remember when we were in San Francisco and uh, you and I (laughs) took a nice little stroll to to the Giants stadium. I have no idea what the sponsored stadium is. AT&T Park. Is it AT&T still? I thought it changed. It was at the time, Jerry. And remember we were able to look in and we could see them setting up for the Metallica concert. Yes. And we had a pretty good shot. So I was wondering... Before the series, if you could do that in other stadiums, and then ironically enough, we see specifically last night I noticed it, 
the fans outside watching through the gate. I was not aware, though, watching the game that that was happening. And while I think on one hand, I think it's cool because they're fans. They're allowed to do what they want. They're not in the stadium. I do think it kind of sucks from the perspective Boone gave. Because of the way they're playing in a golf type of atmosphere, all of a sudden, that's kind of, uh. Now, I think you got to get used to it after a while, but I can certainly imagine the first four, five, six times it happens, it's got to be a little bit, I don't want to say jarring, but I, I would think it could get to a pitcher as he's delivering the ball. Boone said he didn't know what he expected the umpires to do about Nothing. it since the, the fans were outside the stadium. But apparently, once he once the fans knew it was an issue, I think they stopped blowing the air horn. Yeah. I, so I think they I, were not right. being douchey about it. Right. Just a little bit in the beginning. I wonder if this will get going now. Like other stadiums, people can start just showing up. If you can see in, why not? Yeah. Like, I don't know at City Field if there's anywhere you can see in. Yeah, I don't think so. You said you went to visit the park uh, in Pittsburgh, right? Yes. Was there an area where yes. you could look in there, too? Well, in Pittsburgh, I believe you can actually see in from the bridge, number one. Number two, um, the bullpen out by center field uh, area, you can see in from the gates. So that would be possible. I'm thinking of going out and uh, shooting off fireworks uh, when pitchers are in their wind-up, just to Go show my support. Yeah. Like, travel wherever the Mets are going. Like, the seven line, I know they used to do trips. Like, they go to, let's say, San Francisco when the Mets were playing the Giants, and they'd, they'd do a big trip out there. What if yeah. we do that? We get the seven line together. We shoot off fireworks when the opposing pitchers are in their windup. I think that's Outside the stadium. Awesome. The only thing I would ask of you is do, yeah. the, do the pretty ones. Oh, yeah. No, you got it. The ones that are just loud are silly. Right. I want the ones that, like, you know, color up the sky, Jerry. Right over like the a stadium. Painting. Right over the stadium. Like you would normally see after someone hits a like a walk-off home run. Great idea. Just fireworks, air horns. Just what don't shoot the, your hand off. What do they sell the air horn for? Because that's for sale in multiple places. Like what is the, the proper place to use an air horn? Um, I like think that. I think at a, at a game. At a game, you get yeah. them. Oh, if you get if you sit behind someone with an air horn, they have you might want to hockey punch games them. have them too a lot. Punch them right in the face, blow someone blow a drunk guy blowing an air horn in I, your ear. I feel like that's a big thing for soccer too. The vuvuzela, yeah, yeah, probably blowing air horns. They're as well. annoying, but I mean, kind of cool at the same time. Kind of cool. You're right, Jerry. Vuvuzelas, very cool. Uh, Yankees play the Tampa Rays today. They go down to Tampa. So this is interesting. So. I see on the show sheet. Now, I, I see Tampa's off to a decent start, but I have not been, honestly, I have not been paying attention to what they've been doing on a nightly basis, yeah, if you will. And so, huh, when I saw the sheet and I saw that Blake Snell is pitching, yes. my first thought was, I thought he opted out because of, as he called it, the Rona. <laughs> He's back, Jerry. And I know what, they're what, around 500 or so. So they're not having a great, but they're not having a bad start. They're okay. They're hanging in there. But at Blake Snell's pitching. Now, when I um, when I put the show sheet together, I like to put the starting pitchers for the Mets and Yankees games. Yeah. So I, I always use the MLB app to do that because I think, of course, they would have the most updated information. So it tells you the, the pitcher's last name, and then you can click on it to get their full name. Right. So what I like to do, a, a little game I like to play for myself. Now, of course, I know the Mets and Yankees starting pitchers by first and last name. What I like to do is, for the opposing pitcher, when I see the last name, I try to get see if I can remember what the pitcher's first name is. Nice. So I see Snell pop up. I go, oh, this is an easy one. Tony. Jake, Jake Snell. 
And then I hit the button and Blake Snow. I was like, oh, it was so close. I'll give you a couple real quick. All right, you're going to give me uh, last names of pitchers. I'll give you last names. And and I'm, I'm going to give these. I'm not going to give right, like, you. Like I should know Blake Snow, and I was so close with Jake Snow. So something like that? Yes. All I'll, right. I'll give you a couple that you should know. All right, cool. Roark. Nelson Roark. <laughs> no? No, he used to pitch on the Nationals. He's no. now he's now on the Blue Jays. I know the last name. Tanner O'Ark. Oh, Tanner. All right. All right. How about uh, <laughs> Velasquez from the Phillies? Jave Velasquez. <laughs> Vince. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Damn. This is the game I play every night with myself. How about Malone? Hmm. I don't know any Malone. Tommy Malone. Tommy Malone. Okay. Uh, I would have thought you would have known that. Um, <laughs> Lester. Ah, uh, Lester. Is his last name? Lester. Oh, El- John Lester. Jesus. Yes. <laughs> and then I'll give you one. There's <laughs> no way you're going to know this. All right. Well, maybe you will. Ponce de Leon. His last name is Ponce de Leon? <laughs> yes. I figured you wouldn't know. <laughs> Johnny Ponce de Leon. <laughs> Daniel, you're not far off. Daniel I think, I think Ponce- it's Daniel. I got to check. I think it's I'd Daniel. love to have the last name Ponce de Leon. Granky. Zach. All right, good. So that's a, that's a good one. Davies. Hmm. Dave. <laughs> Dave Davies. Kyle. Kyle Davies. Uh, I'll give you I'll, I'll give you one more. Yeah, but he's not pitching tonight, Mike. Mike's talking on my headset. Oh. Um, oh, you're these are starting pitchers for tonight? For tonight, yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. That's what I'm doing. Uh, but like I love when I like I'm looking and it goes like the Yankees are playing the Phillies and it's Arietta. I go, Oh, pff, Jake Arietta, easy. Right, of course. Uh I right, I'll give you one more. Odorizzi. Jeff Odorizzi. You just said his name, Jake. Ah, oh. <laughs> I thought you would have been able to get it. How about this one? Think, think hard. Kershaw. <laughs> Clayton. There we go. Nice. All right, one more. Cueto. Ah, oh, I know this one too. Yeah, I hope always so. go. Oh, Cueto. <laughs> Cueto. Cueto. Robbie Cueto. <laughs> Johnny. John. Ah, oh, right. You had the double uh, letter. Yep. And the uh, well. All right. Well, what are you gonna do? That was kind of fun. So a very unfortunate incident yesterday, Jerry, during the Oakland A's game. Yeah, this I don't get this one at all. Well, Oakland A's. What was he doing? The bench coach uh, for the Oakland A's, Ryan Christensen, said he unintentionally made a gesture resembling the Nazi salute when he was trying to do the team's non-contact elbow bump celebration. Yeah. And had a player say to him, no, 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 you, it's not a straight arm. Hey, dummy. It's no, you bend the elbow. Yeah, I did see a still uh, picture of this. It does not look great. It does not look good. No, it does not. And I'll tell you, forget the still photo. The video is worse. Anytime you're apologizing and the word Nazi is in the apology, you're in trouble. That's not a. That's a bad day for you. <laughs> you think? <laughs> I mean, this guy. <laughs> I mean, yeah, this is a bad one. I and I don't know. You know, I, I understand the whole non-handshake thing to yeah. a point. What I don't understand is guys hit home runs, they're chest bumping and high-fiving all over yeah. the place. I do like some of them do the fake high-five. That's okay. Others yeah, that's do. Fine. Why not the fist bump with the batting glove on? That seems harmless. I, that's fine. I, listen, I look at it this way. If the tests continually are coming back negative, I mean, I guess ba- I shouldn't say that because baseball is different than basketball and hockey. Like Gary Bettman was asked, uh, on NBC Sports Network, I guess it was Saturday. I was watching the, believe it or not, I watched the pregame show. I was into it. Rangers were playing Saturday at noon last weekend, or the whatever, or several days ago. And they had Bettman on, 
um, with Liam McHugh on NBC Sports Network. And they said to him, one of the questions they asked him towards the end of the interview was, what is going to happen at the end of a series? Because the one cool thing about the postseason is the players shake hands. Yes. And Bettman said, well, there's some things you can do. They can keep their gloves on and they can, you know, pound the fists, all that, whatever. He goes, and then he's as he's talking, he's thinking, he goes, but at the same time, we're playing in a bubble. And if at that point we have zero positive cases, we'll see. Basically leaving the door open. And, and I'm with them. Like, if you have zero cases, why can't they shake hands? Like, you're not passing anything on to one another. Right. You know, you're playing hotel to, uh, to rink, you eat, and that's about it. And if the tests continually come back nothing and, and negative, I don't see why they can't do it. Baseball, as I'm talking, a little different because they are going home. So Right. I don't know. I don't know. they got to figure out. Here's what I know is not a good way to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Nazi signs. Nazi salutes. Yeah, it's not a, not a good way to celebrate a home run. Not a great way to celebrate a home run. I would run say anything other than that was probably a better option for celebrating uh, you think I would a agree. home run. I would totally agree. And uh, Nick Marcakis, what he a opted back in. What a nice night for him. Ops back in, whoosh, walk off home run to beat the Blue Jays. I was going to say Toronto, but who knows where they are even from anymore, the Blue Jays. They're well, not allowed. Where are they playing? Uh, on the road. So they're still the Toronto Blue Jays. They're going to be playing in <laughs> Buffalo. I believe August 11th, I think, is their first home game, I think. The Buffalo Blue Jays. Yeah, I mean, I guess you're still calling the Toronto Blue Jays, but yes, their home will be in in Buffalo. Where's there a baseball stadium in Buffalo? They have a AAA or a AA affiliate, I forget. And I, love I, them. I believe the reason why they couldn't play until the 11th was they had to get it properly uh, equipped for broadcast and TV. I'd love to see them play in the Buffalo Bills Stadium. That would be awesome. <laughs> Ralph Wilson Stadium. Yeah, Ralph Wilson Stadium. <laughs> that would be like an old Phillies game when they played at the Vet on the Yeah, turf. I used Although to I love they have field turf at Orchard Park. I love when teams used to share stadiums. No, it was terrible because you'd have the <sighs> cutouts of the bases. Guys would trip over the nah, – no, no good. When it was turf, it was bad. But, like, the stadiums that were grass oh, – Like Oakland or San Diego. Yeah, Cleveland. I feel like uh, even, when, even when the Jets played at Shea Stadium. That's, that was well, cool. Was I was at the last game at Shea Stadium, I believe. You were? Yeah. Last year. Was Richard Todd quarterbacking? I, yeah, I don't remember. But I was there because the player – everybody, like, took stuff home. Right. Like Pieces took, of the field. I took grass home. And you planted it, right? I did. In a house long, long, long ago that's gone. So we got, now, they now have Shea Stadium grass as their front lawn. Uh, backyard. It, it backyard. would have been the backyard. That's exactly right. I, I couldn't have been, what was I, six, seven years old. So we had to yeah. take a break. 534 on the fan, soon to be along the ride with CBS Sports Network, and soon joining us, his name is Greg Giannotti. He joins us at 6 right here on Sports Radio 66 and 101.9 FM, the fan. Alan Jerry, social distancing before it was cool. Yeah, well, social distancing now for like four months. Hopefully soon, and sooner rather than later. While that will continue, I suppose, we can ease up just a little bit. Where's the vaccine? We need things to get back to normal. All right, 20 in front of six on the fan. Al, continue. What else you got, dude? You know how you go to, uh, I don't know if when you go to YouTube, if you're signed into YouTube. I don't know if you're one of the signed in types. mm, It's a great question because everything in my life runs through Google. Yes, I I probably am, yes. I am as well. So what's interesting, if you go to YouTube and just the front page that when you go to, it gives you suggestions based on all of the things that you've watched over time on YouTube. Yes. (laughs) Today's suggestion from YouTube is, Two different Jimmy Superfly snooker matches. <laughs> wow. 
watching a lot of wrestling. <laughs> I'm 51 years old. I'm going to be 51 years old. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy it. <laughs> Jimmy Snuka versus Bob Backlund, 1982. That one comes up. And Jimmy Snuka versus Magnificent Morocco. That's what YouTube thinks. Boy. What is Al interested in on a Friday? I couldn't have any less interest <laughs> in those two things. <laughs> I could report back to you, Jerry, and just to let you know how the matches went. I'm good. I'm all right. Thank you. I don't think Snooker. I, I don't think Snooker definitely didn't beat Bob Backlund because Bob Backlund had the title back then, Jerry. My, uh, I'm looking at mine. Mine yeah. right now is recommending me. I look at Danica Patrick in a bathing suit. <laughs> what does Ooh. that say about me? <laughs> That's a good one, Jerry. A lot of people think. Uh, so she posted some photos yesterday of her on a boat in a leopard print bikini. She's a. Uh, they think it was her, like. Showing off like to Aaron Rodgers, look what you're missing. Boom. I think Aaron Rodgers is fine. <laughs> you don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to have trouble picking up uh, gals? I could be. Well, I think the mustache has to go. The mustache. Which is kind of a weird look. It's probably big in Wisconsin, though. It could be. I'm pretty sure if Aaron Rodgers wants or needs a date, he'll find one. I asked CeeLo about this uh, during the warm-up show when you were uh, not here. I said, do you think like a guy like Aaron Rodgers, when he and Danica Patrick ba- break up, you know, we've all had breakups. We go through a phase where we're very sad or yeah. never going to love again, Jerry. Do you think a guy like Aaron Rodgers is just like, all right, whatever. I'll get another girl later today if I'm if I'm really interested. Like he could go he could go to the Home Depot in Green Bay and probably meet a, a gal if he's interested. You know yeah, what I mean? Like it's that easy. That is true. But no, do I think, yeah, I think there's still some sadness. semblance of sadness. If he was really into her, sure. They were together, what, a couple of years, weren't they? I think a couple of years, yeah. I would think there's got to be some sadness, because if not, that means he really didn't care. Right. I mean, he might be Aaron Rodgers. He might be loaded, okay? But he's, I don't think that, you know, he has no heart. I'm so, Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Okay. He walks around with a jersey that says Rodgers? No, but I think he lets it. I think he doesn't try to, like, wear sunglasses and a hat to hide himself. Could you imagine Aaron Rodgers walking around Green Bay, Wisconsin in a Lowe's? Yeah. Right. Where's the wood section? <laughs> I'm having some plumbing issues. Where's the plumbing? Right, exactly. It's funny. Yeah. Do you think he does that or he has some guy like I think get he does stuff that. for him? No, I think he does that. You think he's been to a Home Depot in Wisconsin? Yes, I do. <laughs> I think he goes to regular restaurants. They might All right. have a little area for him, but I think he's the type of guy that's out and about. Let I me mean, ask you this. Is he going food shopping? Hmm, that's a great question. Does Aaron Rodgers go food shopping? I think it's possible. Do I think he's walking around with a shopping cart? Yeah. No. Do I think he grabs a basket for five or six things yeah. in and out? Yes, I do. Like he's like, mm, I really could go for some watermelon, pineapple, and a hummus. Let me just run yes. up real quick. I think he goes to his local Kroger's and can do that. I do. All right. You have right, Kroger's so by you? Uh, no, but Kroger's were uh, they were in uh, Indiana and uh, Florida when I lived in each of those states. I wonder if there's one in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Probably. Yeah. They probably have those fugazi. Uh, although I say fugazi, What's but they're fugazi? very they're very huge around the country. We, we just have mark. Yeah, I just feel like if it's not here in the tri-state area, it's not well, good no, enough. No, no, it's not that. It's if it's not in your world, it's not right. good enough. Not good enough. Right. If you were a really good supermarket like Kroger, you'd be in New Jersey. But is Shoprite in Wisconsin? Maybe. I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure. Then there could be a Kroger's in New Jersey. How do we not know? I'm a stop and shop guy. But only because when you move to Matawan. Yeah, and right. the, and there's one near here too. Had you ever heard of it prior to stop and shop? Probably not. I'm checking out locations in the in. Let's see. Stop and Shop has that w- a creepy robot, though, that goes around the store looking for spills. 
Is that so? That's still a thing, huh? Yeah, it's still a thing. Now they put a mask on them. All you guys, uh, as a reminder to wear your mask. I th- they put a mask on a robot. On the robot, yeah, who Come goes on. around like. And by the way, I don't go for that one-way traffic in supermarkets. I'm not doing that. <laughs> I'm wearing a mask. If there's no one down the aisle, I'm going the wrong. I'm going the wrong way down the one way. I do agree. It's, it's a bit much. Too much. I, I I don't disagree with that. You're not because if I need cookies and they're right on the end of the aisle and I'm, that's not the right way to go down, I'm not wrapping around to go get the cookies. Okay, that's fair. You follow? I follow. Now, Mike's telling me that bit, where Wisconsin? You telling me? It says this according to the site. The big supermarkets in Wisconsin, the only two with over forty locations, are Aldi and Piggly Wiggly. Come on. Oh, Everything Piggly else Wiggly is in the single digits of the teens. Piggly Wiggly's, I hear, are very good supermarkets. No. Aldi is like got Fugazi stuff in it, and there's not one shop right according to this. Hmm. I'm well, being told there's a, but there's I'm one stop and shop. There is a Kroger's in Rockaway, New Jersey. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So there, and one in Edison. Come on, what? You used to live there. How do you Eddie Scazzeri could go to a Kroger. I guess. No, you know what you're thinking of? That's the Kroger uh, convenience store. Oh, that's not the different. Kroger. Yeah, that's different. No, it's impo- perhaps not. Yeah. Well, whatever. Speaking of more uh, Danica Patrick related type of stories with There's dating, more Danica no, Patrick no, no, but news? just dating and celebrities. Giancarlo Stanton earlier this week, I revealed to CeeLo, though he didn't seem to care that Giancarlo Stanton's uh, girlfriend, uh, she was now dating Cody Bellinger. Cool. So he's now on the prowl for some uh, uh, another guy that's not going to take long to find another girl. So people think he's very interested in Vanessa Hudgens, the actress, because he. He had he liked one of her photos. Now, this is the story. It goes like this. Stanton liked one of her photos. Stanton, along with 1.1 million other people. <laughs> so who looked through 1 million people to see if any celebrities liked her pictures? That I don't know, but I can tell you this. If anybody's got a chance with her, it's going to be him and not yeah. the other 1.099999 others that liked it. Right. Would you not agree with that? I would have liked it. I would have sent her back a photo with me shirtless. Well, I don't know. About muscular. You. And I hope that was side by side with Stanton so she could laugh at you. <laughs> no, no, if I was Stanton. Oh, I see. Not if it was just you you liking it. Not if it was just me, yeah. Yeah, he could have he could have gone all A-Rod and like took a took a picture on a rock. Yeah, he could have went. Right, he's in uh he's in Manhattan now in the Bronx or wherever it is. He could go to uh Central Park, be shirtless on the rocks like A-Rod. That's right. Show off his impressive pecs. By the way, I'm getting impressive pecs now, Jerry, because during the break, yeah, I during know. We do push-ups. We know we heard during Boomer and Geo show. I do every commercial break. I do 20 push-ups and 12 curls. That's great. With your bands, I'm ripped. Yeah, How I'm much ripped you, right uh, now. Approximating that weight to be on your bands. Uh, well, it does tell you how much weight it's supposed to be. I'm I'm right now doing 40 pounds. You're curling 40 pounds on one That's arm. Right. No, 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 both arms. Oh, both arms. It's a double arm. So it's like a like a bar. Yeah, I could see that. All right, that's right. Because we have the bar home. It's what is it, forty five pounds? The bar. I'm feeling my muscles right now as you're talking. That's some. They definitely feel better. Because there was a time when I there was a couple weeks ago when I'd first moved here in coronavirus, I couldn't lift any weights. I was like a veal. I was getting very soft. Well, your body was very stagnant. Yeah, my body was very stagnant. Yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. I'm may I recommend, active, but I'm not doing enough. May I recommend push-ups and curls? Maybe I'll do them today with you during every break. 
Yeah, it really keeps you rejuvenated too. So I I eat every break and I do exercise. <laughs> I know you do. Because Jerry, when you exercise as vigorously as me, your appetite goes up. Well, you know what? You laugh, but you're you are you are putting in a lot of work with the push-ups. That's right. And you are walking five, six miles a day with that pain in the ass dog at you. Yes, <laughs> that is true. So you are getting a nice little mix. I right. really want that. I'm, I'm in not the gonna mix. lie to you. I never wanted one. I'm into this Peloton thing though all of a sudden. Really? From the standpoint of it can be in the house, and I think it's something that intrigues me because I do like going out and taking a ride with the kids. Well, my little guy anyway, once in a while. I think I could get into that. And I wouldn't do it every day because I like doing different things. Like I get bored with one routine, but I would like that, say, twice a week, something else twice a week, and then something else twice a week. Right. I got to mix it up. Maybe a rower. Not interested in that. Uh, Gilbert Arenas, Jerry, he says NBA players have been complaining yeah, no about kidding. the bubble because they're, they're not getting any booty, so as he said. What did Stephen A. Smith say right at the beginning of this? He mentioned booty as well? Uh, he said if there was one concern about guys breaking protocol and breaking the rules, mm-hmm. you might find them trying to sneak out or having girls sneak in. Right. Because you're talking about a very long time for young, in-shape, famous people. Famous men, I mean, you could say single, but I don't think they all are, so I don't know who we're talking about. But that's going to be an issue. And so I'm not surprised by that at all. That's true. Like, as soon as the bubble started, remember the girl went on Instagram and said yes. multiple NBA players invited her? Yeah. Were you surprised by that? <laughs> sort of. Like, that multiple guys were were inviting the same girl? Instagram not models? I'm not surprised. How does one know what the other's doing? That's true, but do you just pick out an Instagram model? I don't know how that works. Again, it comes back to John Carlos Stanton and Vanessa Hudgens. Right. Hey, baby, I'm an NBA player. You and they're rich. Come over to the bubble. <laughs> I'll use that for your next pickup line hey, when your baby. girlfriend finally realizes that you're not worth it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. My life is a bubble right now. Would you be interested in coming over to my bubble? 551 There's on the fan. Greyhound here. We have to take a quick break. G joins us at 6. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFAN. We got a couple more minutes to the top. And I tell you, Twitter's a funny place sometimes. Some people actually quote you from months and months back. And like come what? Up, I, I, you know what? I'm not even going to say it. Um, perhaps I will screen grab it and send it to you, and you tell me what you think. All right, fair enough, I'll just Jerry. Leave it there, um, Yankees did lose last night to the mm. Phillies. Had a threat in the ninth inning. They don't score. Wind up losing five four. What else? Well, yesterday was the uh, opt out deadline for the NFL players that wanted out of the season. We didn't get any huge names yesterday, like we were promised. Uh, one guy that is uh, going to stay and not opting out, Tre'Davious White from the Bills. He said he did contemplate opting out and could not believe how nasty people were writing to him on Twitter saying that he was being selfish. Yeah, because this is what we've <laughs> talked about for years and years. Like Fans don't look at these guys as real people. Right. They think that they're a fantasy name. Get on the field and play. And it's, you know, it's not that simple. These guys are like real. They have families. They have kids. And they're thinking about, you know the other part of their lives. Plus, he plays for the Bills. Those fans throw each other They're through crazy. tables that are on fire. And they haven't won ever. 
<laughs> do you, right. Do you really think they're the, I mean, I'm sure it was Bill's fans, right? I would certainly think so, yes. Or people that have them on fantasy teams. But yes, I would say 95% Bill's fans, of course. Tredavious White, if I ever see you out, I'm going to put you through a table. Yeah, and then they'd see him out and they'd be yeah. slobbering all over him. <laughs> oh, Tredavious. Tredavious, quick photo. <laughs> Could you sign my balls? <laughs> I totally understand if you need to opt out. <laughs> you have to do a drive for your family. That's the most important thing. Yep. Sounds about right. Marlins uh, come into town, Jerry. Do you think they're going to give us all coronavirus? No, I think they're clear. And oh. They're good, and they're good, man. They're hey, Yankees and hey, Nets fans, Yankees here's fans. what your day looks like.